Hi guys, I'm DragonBees, that's CinderShots. We are both members of the Aura Guardian stream team. Silent, thank you for the subscription. Um, the alert is behind those screens, I don't know why. Um, so, yeah, we've been meaning to do this for a while. A few little hiccups along the way, we've finally gotten here today. Uh, and so yeah, episode one of the AuraCast, let's go with that. Hey! Hi! Hopefully there was audio with that, because it didn't play on my end. Uh, and I have it muted so I couldn't Holy check, but... shit, AG is on a hype train. Oh my god! I'm... <laughs> you know what, that's a good way to start. Hi everyone! <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Guys, thank you for the support, like, straight away. You guys are insane. Jeez. So, anyway, I think best place to start is that, uh, obviously this is a, a new thing for AG. Um, so I'm going to introduce myself. Thank you for the uh, for the bits, Alex. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, and then uh, Cinder can introduce them, uh, himself as well. Um, uh, some of you would already know us. Some of you may not. We don't know. You know. Um, so yeah, I'm Dragon Beast. I'm actually the uh, team leader and owner of uh, of the Aura Guardians. Um, and yeah, so I'm a streamer um, and very very dodgily do that, um, as you can see. See, I'm organising this shit show, so there you go. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I stream a variety, a variety of content, um, you know, Pokemon, uh, survival games. It's 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 a it's a whole bag of Final Fantasy. Whatever comes out, fine. Don't don't even go there. I was running late for. Here's an interesting story. I was running late for this because I was streaming Final Fantasy on my channel with some friends because it was their wedding. Um, so it was interesting. Um. So yeah, uh, so that's basically me. I've been streaming for uh, just over two years um, wow. and I've been on Aura Guardians, off of Aura Guardians on that time frame for various different reasons, but then an opportunity came and, and here I am now uh, running the show, which is kind of scary sometimes, but we have an amazing team and that's honest truth. Um, so we will get onto some things later on. Riley! By the way, quick shout out to Riley. I'm just gonna move this uh, uh, alert thing over here. Uh, Riley is the amazing, super, super amazing um, artiste. We're gonna make it sound fancy. Um, <laughs> who uh, uh, did all the overlays um, for the AuraCast and the, uh, the stream uh, stuff that we use as well. Um, so yeah. Thank you for the sub, Riley. Um, don't forget, with your sub, you get the AG Fam emote, which is an amazing piece of art done by another member of our team. Smooth segue, Andy Ari. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, <laughs> so, you know. Anyway, that's enough about me. I'm going to hand over to my co-host, uh, who is the amazing Cinder Shots, um, to tell you all about them. I see, and I said amazing, you know. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, um, he can tell you all about himself. So yeah, as you heard, my name is Cinder Shots. Uh, Cinder is normally the name a lot of people uh, go by when they talk about me, uh, either to me or about me. A bit terrifying, but it's fine. Um, and I am mostly a Pokemon streamer, but I do a little bit of uh, different playthroughs here and there. I actually have an exciting playthrough coming up. Um, I have been um, 
recommended that I start playing the Kingdom Hearts games. Okay. So that may or may not be starting on Monday. That's exciting. Um, Cheap I, plug. <laughs> I mean, it happens. Um, I have also been uh, suggested to tell everyone that I almost, or I am also a spoon. Uh, don't ask. Um, and <laughs> I just have a lot of fun with Pokemon-based content. I'm a huge Pokemon nerd. If there's anyone that ever wants to talk to me about anything competitive-based or just Pokemon in general, I'm the guy to go to. It'll be a wonderful conversation, and I could talk your head off for absolutely hours on it. Uh, I've been streaming since September 2018, so over a year and a half now, which is terrifying. Uh, and I've been part of Aura Guardians um, since um, I inquired, and Beans was like, "Yeah, you can join us. It'll be great." Me and Beans have had experience before, and like working together in different teams, and it's just always gone well. It's always been a bit crazy. <laughs> Medication helps, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> But yeah, it's always been a great time. Um, I like to think me and Bees work pretty well together, um, if I do say so myself, obviously. But it's always a great time. Didn't say I've that, but he can team. have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a meme at the moment that it's constant. It's constant case of hashtag Cinder out. But you know what? I embrace that. I live in that. I, look, as much as I wanted to kick you out, I just can't. I just can't. I can't bring myself. It's like, you know, you know how like every hero needs the villain and I feel like you're my villain in this. <laughs> okay. Okay then. All right. But yeah, um, I've been part of this team for a little while now and I've loved every single part of it. Um, I've loved everyone that I've interacted with on this team. Um, and you will too, if you join the Discord, the Discord link will show up every now and then in chat. Make sure you yep. click it if you're not part of it already. Smooth. I know. Let's go on. <laughs> um. So... Okay, so here's the thing. Um, moving forward with the AuraCast. So there's going to be some aspects of the AuraCast. It is going to be a bit of a testing ground for things as well. Um, but the plan is that the AuraCast will uh, sort of help support um, our weekly, that's if I remember to write it, blog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so basically uh, it will help uh us to be able to go into more detail about that um and talk about stuff that's happening in our community um because there's so much going on in ag um all the time and then on top of all that we will have guests coming in as well um and uh bit of a scheduling conflict today there was meant to be a guest and time zones like to do their thing and so that'll be probably next week um so that's that's cool. Um, and then obviously the other thing we want to talk about is we're streamers and most of us uh, uh, play video games. Um, and so we do want to cover that and what we're sort of playing and, you know, talk about different aspects of the video game industry as well. So there'll be a bit of everything. Um, and obviously it will be very dependent on what the guest is as well. So, um, yeah, so that, that, that's that's basically the, the, the short version of it. So... Let's talk about what's happening in AG at the moment. Now, there's there's a there's a crazy amount of stuff happening in AG at the moment. Um, it's almost too much to keep up with sometimes, but <laughs> we we do somehow. Um, so before we get onto some of the really in depth stuff, I I just want to quickly mention uh, we've got about twelve days. No, that's not good maths. Eleven days because it's June. <laughs> <laughs> there's thirty days in June, oh. just to let you know. Um, and, uh, we have been fundraising for the Trevor Project, um, as part of our AG, uh, fam stream with Pride, um, event. Uh, so there's been a few people who've jumped on board with that. Um, we have raised, uh, quite a bit of money already. Um, we did unlock community movie nights, um, which we're starting hopefully in July. 
Um, yes. So that'll be something. And it will, we'll try and keep a variety of genres throughout that so that it's not just a particular genre that not everyone's going to like. So you should find something you'll be wanting to watch throughout that time. Um, so yeah, so, so the Trevor Project, for those of you who don't know, is a, an organisation that um, deals with uh, people with uh, in the LGBT uh, community um, who are, de- are dealing with depression um, and, and they also uh, work with suicide prevention and management um, for people under the age of 25. And so it's something that's actually quite uh, personal to a few of us on the team. A number of us are LGBT. Um, I- um, <laughs> me, <laughs> <Ta-da>! no, <laughs> and so uh, it's been an amazing opportunity to uh, raise some uh, uh, money towards that, and a bit of fun uh, doing that as well, um, and and bringing awareness to uh, such an amazing organisation. So, um, so yeah, that's absolutely um, uh, yeah a, a good thing, and and so check it out. Um, the information is on our Twitter um, and has been on and off uh, for the last two or three weeks. So we're getting towards the tail end of that, but it doesn't mean that the support can't still come through, basically. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, before we go and then we move on to the next thing I was going to talk about, um, and this is a big one, is that the Summer Recruitment Challenge uh... has officially, the applications for that are open. Um, they're open until the end of the month. Um, which is the 30th of June, because June has 30 days. We've established Shocker. this. <laughs> um, so if you are looking for uh, a chance to join the team um, and you haven't already applied, uh, feel free to do so. The applications are available on our website. Um, and basically the, the recruitment challenge is, uh, so the first two weeks is the application process and there's some questions you're just going to answer. Nothing too in depth. It's not like, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, interrogating you. Um, we are interrogating you, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you don't bite much, we, but, uh, it's but, all so, good. Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, um, we want to create a diverse range of people on the team um who work together uh and and not just even on stream off stream um hang out as friends uh, ag that sense of community family and just when, passion about them. when we say ag fam we mean that it, it it's not it's not just uh, we don't we have our we have a commercial side to the, this that you know we need to be able to grow but it's very much about this tight-knit community and that's what we are looking for in our streamers um so it's it's literally a, a a family situation um while i'm at it i better mod that person Otherwise... the, uh, the last recruitment challenge we did um was a very fun one everyone was so behind it and everyone was so excited to try and get involved with the it is a family um and when we welcomed a couple new people in there was just so much togetherness about it and everyone was so excited even the people that um didn't get through this time you can try again this time and just focus on just being yourself and that's that that's the main tip i can pass forward if you'll be yourself um that shines through more than anything else if you have a passion for what you do you have a sense of community and togetherness about you then you're going to fit right in uh with the family that we have or regarding so it's going to be a great time i'm excited to see what people are going to be um showing and what people are like very there, to there's the uh, Discord link if you want to join, by the way. It's just popped up in chat. Thank you for gifting a sub to Banana, uh, Matthias. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and so that's the most important thing. Um, and then what will be happening is that the, uh, the, uh, the 
the management of the team, there's a select few of us that do all the background stuff. Um, we'll be looking at all the applications over the course of July, and then we'll be announcing someone on the 1st of August. Now, what we want to get out of the recruitment challenge that's different to the last time is that it's a level of getting to understand the applicants better um, and spend a bit more time, you know, in their chat or if they want to collaborate with any member of the team, um, you know, to get in contact with us and, and there might be an opportunity there um, and, and really sort of see how you fit with the team. And that's kind of what we want to gain out of this is that we want the pieces to fit um, so that everyone works together well and we're happy and, you know, and, and, and enjoy uh, working with each other is basically uh, uh, the, uh, the, the gist of it. So Just have a good time, really. Yeah. Um, so if you want to check that out, check it out on the website. It's, uh, it's on the, it's, so that's auraguardianstv.com um, and go to the Become a Guardian tab and all the information's there and the application form you can apply from there as well. Um, so uh, that's, that's that. Oh God! Um, what else has been happening in AG? <laughs> AG's everything's happening in AG. Um, so let me just have a quick look at something here. Um, uh, also, so we've got that. I've covered that. Uh, obviously, the Auracast is launching this week. Funny that. I just imagine like bees are like a checklist, like a, like a checkboard. Like tick, yep, that one, that one. It's that one, kind of that. that. I'm like, like, I'm actually looking at the announcements channel in the Discord. Oh. Um, oh, of course. Um, the other thing, which our which our esteemed captain of that team is here, uh, real Marky Mark, is that uh, we are starting to look at some competitive uh, games. Um, the first being Valorant, um, and so um, there will be some more details coming out about that. There is a form that you can fill out if you want to apply for that, um, and there's a Discord role specifically for that as well. Um, if you want any further information, my best advice would be to contact either Toma or Mark um, and ask uh, so that they can uh, let you know what they're planning on doing with that. The other thing that we've also started is a Destiny 2 clan, um, which is available for anyone to join. Any member of the community can join that. Um, and we may be looking at some competitive stuff with that um, uh, at a later date as well. So there is that. I also the opportunities and potential is endless. We never know what we might end up expanding in. So yeah, information's on Discord about that, if you're interested, of course. Oh, it's a great time. Chat. Um, so yeah, that's that as well. So there's there's a lot going on in AG. There's a lot of plans happening in the background as well that we continue to work on. Um, and the best ways to find out any of this information is to follow us on Twitter, um, or be in the Discord, or both. Um, and obviously our website. We do a weekly blog. Um, as I said, most weeks, occasionally it gets forgotten, and <laughs> I, I get I get very angry with myself. <laughs> Um, uh, I just so, want to also like I'm I'm gonna like break the flow of everything for a second. If there are random noises from my end, um, it's because that some work vans or whatever are outside in the car park outside where I live. Just just of all times right now. So if there's clanging of metal pipes, I apologize. Oh <laughs> but, no, that's the people we've finally sent to take you away and lock you up. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never take me. <laughs> I forgot uh, to tell you about that. <laughs> The podcast was an elaborate ruse, but it was all about... <laughs> Keep me distracted. <laughs> content. Content. Always. 
So, yeah, so there's lots of things going on in AG. Um, the other thing is, during this podcast, if you want to ask a question, because the chat has been moving very quickly, um, there is a redemption in the, uh, the channel points, uh, which you can uh, use to ask a question. Please use that. It will make things a lot easier. Um, you earn points through watching anyway, so... Um, uh, if you want to ask questions, or, and we will have a and a at the end if there's anything you want to ask either of us, um, then obviously relevant stuff, you know. Um, no, I don't want to date anyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm specific. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're accounted for. No, um, and, and, and this is the tone of the stream is that we want to be lighthearted is, you know, the, the, the team is lighthearted at the end of the day. Just relax. Like, there's no reason to uh, have to worry about uh, what you might say or do. It's just, it's just a sense of family. Like, when we say family, like B said earlier, we do genuinely mean it. It's just such a, a wonderful place to be for the people that you just can find really easy to communicate with. And it's great. Great time. Um, so yeah, uh, the other thing I'll just quickly cover, which we, I will go into more detail because these people are, are going to be coming on to the, uh, podcast at some stage, but, um, I just want to detail. So obviously I'm team leader, so I oversee everything. Um, but sort of there, there, <laughs> yeah, there are other people on the team who uh, have got role, uh, responsible roles. Um, and the team wouldn't function without those people. Um, our community manager, uh, Charming Bowtie, who is basically my right-hand man when it comes to things, we sit down and talk about everything needs to be talked about with AG for the most part. And um, they're an amazing, amazing uh, member of our team. So I, uh, he, he will be coming onto the stream at some stage. Um, our social media manager, Silent, who is in the chat, um, lurking around. Yeah, Silent. Um, uh, she uh, will also be coming on. She's a, she's another amazing person. She's always on to our Twitter. She's always sorting everything out with that. Um, so yeah, uh, Silent is awesome as well. And then of course we have our content creation manager, who is Toma, um, who has been overseeing the team application process and the summer recruitment challenge. Um, who was going to be on today? Confusion. Hopefully we'll be able to get uh, Tomer on next week and go into a bit more detail about the AG uh, recruitment challenge. Also, a person oh, whose name hey, I he's here. mispronounce. <laughs> oh uh, my god! I always hi. mispronounce your name. I always say Tuma, not Toma. I apologise. <laughs> I keep trying to uh, correct myself. He's not myself. a Tuma. Sometimes it just happens. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah. Apologies. So, so Toma, apologies. It was yeah, I'll 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 take responsibility. It was my mess up with time zone conversion stuff. So we'll get you on next week because I just completely messed it up. Um. So yeah, we'll talk about that with Toma next week. Um. So if you are looking to apply for the team, check out next week's uh podcast. Um, and we can go through it then. I mean, there's always a time for a late arrival. <laughs> well, I, I, knowing how much trouble I had setting this up with the camera, I don't know if I want to risk adding a third person mid podcast. Go back to the start of the stream. You're so I was going to say it was a bit of a shit show. Oh man! So, no, I, we'll, we'll I, figure it out. We'll sort it out. I love time zones. Time zones are the bane of my existence. Um, so that's pretty much the AG stuff to cover. Um, because as I said, the those people will be coming on the podcast next few weeks, so I'm sure we'll go into a lot more depth with stuff. I want to talk about video games, and yes, there has been a just ton, a ton. Time zones are easy for Google. Time zones aren't. <laughs> I disagree. 
Time zones frustrate me. Oh, man. Time um, zones can be a right pain in the backside, man. So, um, there's been so much going on in video games this week, um, or in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think... Let's let's start with the PlayStation 5 stuff, I yes, think. Let's start please. with PlayStation 5, because that, that was, that was an, uh, a big uh, thing this week. Um, so, uh, for those of you who've potentially been living under a rock um the playstation the playstation 5 uh reveal happened and um a whole just plethora of uh information and 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 games were announced i loved um, what i saw with that stream i absolutely loved it i uh sort of plug sort of flex again um i uh with my community streamed and watched it as it happened and there was so i tuned many in, in <laughs> you did um and there were so many things i was like yes i'm excited because i've been someone who has had an xbox for long of time um I, we had a ps2 back in the day that was the latest playstation console we ever owned um and then it was all xbox from there on um i'll be honest with everything that's been shown about the PlayStation and the information we know about the Xbox, I've, I'm converted. Like, I, I see these games, I think I can't wait to play them. The Ratchet & Clank one looks amazing. Um, there's that one game called Stray, which, yes, I want to play as a cat. Um, <laughs> that that <laughs> one was like... So good. That one was like... what That threw me for a second, because it was like... I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it might have been just a cutscene, and then like, no, wait, hang on. I, there seems to be a bit of controlling of this cat. I'm like, all right, yeah. we're playing as a cat now. All right. What's well, weird because like you see all these people with like old school television heads, yeah. And then the next thing you see is a cat, and then it just focuses on it. It's like that's not what I expected, but yes, please. Um, let's talk about the design uh, of the. We'll start with the. We'll start with the design of the PS4, and then we'll go into the the the, the major games and that that were the PS5. Were you mean? Uh, PS5, yeah, sorry. PS4, <laughs> PS5. Let's talk about the PS4. No. Um, let's talk PS5, uh, the design. Um, I like the look of it. I know a lot of people are memeing on it, and the memes are hilarious, the memes that come out of it. But oh, it, looks, it looks good. It's huge. That's yeah, a it's, a, it's a massive console. And I was saying that uh, to somebody the other day, and I guess uh, their answer was, it, it needs somewhere to house all of this technology. Um, if you. Mm. I mean, in saying that, things can be made a lot smaller, but this thing is massive. Um, and um, I'm I'm sort of concerned. It's giving me a PS3 original console vibes because that was kind of like a big, chunky thing. Um, and, oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so maybe not as big as this, but it was a big box. Um, so I don't know i'm not convinced about the design until i see it and i was like that with um with the with the switch i i i wanted to believe in the switch but i was like really? I'm, I'm not gonna judge that until i actually physically see it because it's hard i'd to... love to look at the switch as soon as i saw it I, I, like i'm glad i have one the switch is like one of my favorite consoles i've ever owned plus the pro controller i have it next to me the best controller i've ever held it is such a nice controller to have but the ps5 the ps5 looks good it looks better standing up than it does lying on its side that's a fact um lying it on its like... lying on its side it looks like one of those fancy apartment buildings that's been designed by like an a, a designer it's got that like yeah. curvature <laughs> You know, it's like in Los Angeles near the beach. <laughs> it's, it's like... I hate that I'm not going to be able to unsee that now. <laughs> um, it does look like all it needs is wings and it can take off on a runaway. But, like, it looks... I'm not a fan of the controller, though. A lot of people are saying they like it. I'm not a fan of it. 
the it con- just looks a bit the controller uh. looks like it's halfway between a switch pro controller and an xbox controller mm. but it's not a good balance and uh, it's one of those things as well i thought the pro i thought the switch pro controller might be a bit weird until i got one and i, I absolutely love my pro controller it's, it feels so good to use. I think once we get the controller and actually get a feel for how it holds, it might be a different story. Because for the most part, I've never found a PlayStation controller to be uncomfortable. Um, so I'm not a massive fan of them. Um, my younger brother has a PS4 and I've had the controller. And while it's not terrible to use, I, I, I guess since I'm so used to like Xbox controllers over time and the Switch controller, it just felt weird to use. I don't know why. It just felt... It felt something was off, but I wasn't too sure what it was. I love Silent's description there. It's like, it's like a, bl- a bloated DualShock 4 or a slimmed-down Xbox controller. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's either like it's ate point. too much or it's gone on a diet. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's in between. It looks like it's eaten too much and gone on a diet straight after. Yeah, it's just, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. They did show, like, there's a headset and there's... um. They made a big point of the media remote, which I have to say... Did the PS4 come with an official media remote? Because the PS3 did, and I don't I know... can't answer that. I'm not too sure. I don't remember if the PS4 actually came with a media remote. But the um the, the my opinion of the console, um until I see it, my concerns are I don't I w- I would have loved it if it was the reverse almost and that it was more black than white. And the reason and I it's just because I I find that the Sony brand is so synonymous now with, you know, this the slick black console. Mm. Um, but a change is refreshing sometimes, so it could be, um, it could be a blessing in disguise. Um, the other thing is, as I said, the size of it is going to be an interesting thing, as to how much space it's going to take up on a desk or or whatever. And I know that sounds really strange, but some people are really picky about that kind of stuff. So, Silent in chat. It looks like it's just coming out of quarantine and eating way too many quarantine snacks and slimming down way too quickly to be healthy. It's like it's yeah, it's like it's gorged itself on during quarantine and then just stopped eating. <laughs> so, like, it's like it's gonna go to hibernate for the winter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a bear. It's the bear of console controllers. It's it's a it's a hibernating. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so. Games wise, oh, um, yes. the other thing that the interesting thing is before we get into the games, there was no price. Yeah, which is apparently ver- the price has been leaked, but I don't believe it. It's very telling because one thing Sony made a mistake with, and as much as I've I've had all the Sony consoles since the first one, is the PS3 era. For those who were, bought one at that time. When it first released in Australia, sorry, I'm Australian, shock horror, I'm using Australian dollars, was 999 Australian dollars at launch, and it did not sell because it was too expensive. My concern is, is Sony going to overprice their console? I think it will upon release. Um, These leaked prices that were shown, it was somewhat like, um, if I remember correctly, 499 for one of the versions, I'm like, it's not going to be that cheap. It's not going to be that cheap. They're going to be saying a lot if they do that. Um, but even still, I won't be surprised if even in British, the great British pound, I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised, wouldn't be surprised if it's Aussie only- dollary dues of the great British pound. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wouldn't be surprised if it's at least 750. 
I'm I'm expecting I'm gonna go with a bit of a guess of six ninety nine. I think it's gonna come out six ninety nine, and I think people can freak the fuck out. Oh, I swore. Sorry. Oh oh oh. Beep. Swear, wait, swear. wait, wait, I have a button for this. Wait, hold on. Then if it will come through. <laughs> oh, you do have a button. And that's the honest god truth. I, I, and I've put the M rate. I've put the mature warning thing on our on our channel anyway. Oh, that's all right, then. There's many of our stream team who have no filter. Um, <laughs> Hi, it's me. <laughs> I expect it to be incredibly, 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 incredibly expensive. Um, I mean, if Nintendo can price the Switch as expensive as it was on launch, there's no way that Sony is going to price it around the same yeah price range especially with what it's capable of and i can't imagine what it's costing to make i am tempted to just wait until january sales and see what happens because i don't think i'd be happy spending a lot of like that kind of money i still want one that's going to be a fact i'm getting one but straight away i don't think i'd want to so yeah it's gonna be an interesting one with the price and that's why i'm concerned that they haven't actually given us a price it seemed like a weird move considering it's really not that far away from it launching mm. so it'll be interesting to see when that comes out um so on to games um huge numbers of things announced um uh, from ratchet small... and clank yes please uh, i was gonna say from small things to some really big big titles um yeah ratchet and clank's getting a game um and that's that looked incredible um what is it riff rift away rift um rift, yeah rift away yeah i think so rift rifted to the ceiling um uh, um rift uh um um ceiling fan yeah that one <laughs> to a ceiling fan. no oh dear oh um, um gran turismo 7 for the racing game fans i'm excited for that one granted the ui in that game looks very similar to older games but i don't think that's a bad thing if it ain't broke don't fix it and it looked really really good yeah, I did see that. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn getting a sequel. Mm. Um, I forgot what that one's called. I'm. Um, it's a it's a direction something west the out out. Um, Forbidden um, West. No, um, that way into the west. There we go. <laughs> Some direction in the west. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring up a list of the PlayStation Five announcements. In the west. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, it was Forbidden West. Thank. Oh, you. there we go. Thank you, the mysterious voice in the background. Um, yeah, ooh, spooky. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Now I've got a list. So, um, these are in order. So let's talk in order, because that might be easier. So, yes. Grand Theft Auto 5. About you, your online fashion... game die. <laughs> I just deafened everyone, because it played an automatic video. Wonderful. Oh, um, that game. I, I'm, okay. Right. When that was for, I'm glad that was shown at the start of the show, because sorry. I... Sorry. <laughs> Um, come on, <laughs> come on, bees, you got this. Um, I'm glad that was shown at the start of the show because I. It was disappointing. I, don't know, I, I get if it's still got an audience, then sure, milk it. But like, I don't know. I don't see the point in it anymore. Is would I, I? I don't know if I'm. Uh, okay, maybe I'm happy I'm not there. Thanks. So yeah, we're gonna iron all the problems out, and then it'll be smooth as silk when you're here. Hopefully. <laughs> um. So. My thoughts with that is this is the first time I think ever that a game has gone across 
three generations of consoles. The same game, yeah. It's exactly the same the thing game. Is, it's not really getting any graphical improvements. It's still the same game. They're it's just, not like it's been remade for it. It's it. They're just moving it to you know over to the the GTA is the new Skyrim. It's going to be on everything. But yeah, even Skyrim is only on two generations. I oh, trust me. I'm going to help you. I'm just <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, also, Spider-Man. Now, this is an interesting one. Spider-Man mm. is getting... Uh, everyone was thinking it was a sequel, and it's not. And it's not, yeah. It's an expansion, for the lack of a better term, to the PS4 game. But they are remastering the PS4 game for the PS5. So you I... get all of the game, plus this Miles Morales... Um, content and this content is like um uncharted had the lost legacies it was like part of that but a standalone if that makes sense yeah i i'm surprised they didn't make it its own game for money reasons they could have made a lot of money off that if it was its own game um and I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of like superhero stuff in general. I'm kind of tempted to check it out, but I don't know if I'm going to rush to get it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that it's, one yet. It looks good, though. It does it, look great. It's a, it's an incredible game. I've not played it myself, but it's a, I've watched um, a friend of mine play it, and it is an incredible game. Um, so I know there's a, there's a really hardcore base for that game. Um, so I know how excited people were to see this was coming out. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's one of those things. It's a standalone spin-off of that main PS4 game that came out. Um and so it uh yeah, so it's an enhanced they're calling it an enhanced and expanded version of the 2018 game. Which yeah. All right, like that's not a problem. Um but one thing I didn't like is that it didn't specify that on the show. No, it came across as very much Spider-Man Two. It made it look like it's, it made it look like a new entire game, and I don't know how I feel about that one. But I mean, it's more Spider-Man, isn't it? Like if people like Spider-Man, they're going to enjoy it. Oh, exactly. Um, as you said, Gran Turismo uh, Seven is yes, coming. Getting it. It's, it's getting it. They've said it's going to feature a campaign mode. Um, so it, it looked really good. Um, uh, Rift Apart. Yes, please. <laughs> I have loved Ratchet and Clank for so many years, and I'm glad to see this new game. I'm excited. The trailer showed off this new, sub, like, different dimension female Ratchet character, which looked very cool. Uh, the seamless transition between stages through rifts looks very cool, and it was gameplay-based. It wasn't like a, like a pre-rendered trailer. No. It was gameplay, and it looked amazing. It looks um, so good. Yeah, they featured a whole heap of gameplay, including the there was a lot. There was some uh, rail grinding stuff, yes. um, which looked really cool. Um, and then there was a section with like the uh, flying on an alien creature thing as well. So it looked good. Um, one thing I'll say about all of the PS5 games they showed off, um, even if some of them were in alpha build and that, it they looked amazing. Um, oh yeah, which is what you know they. You and expect. there was also Grand Theft Auto Five, but don't worry about it. Well, yeah, I was going to say that, but yeah. <laughs> Um, Project oh. Athea was very, very, very briefly shown. It was mm. werewolf-like creatures and flying sections. That was about. It was. It was one of those games where they've just gone. Here's a game we're developing. Here's a little teaser. It's coming sometime in the near five years. Whenever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and they do that a lot. Um, because a lot of these AAA Sony games are years of development. Um, yeah. And so you know that's happening. Uh, and then Stray. Stray, another game on my list of games I'm getting as soon as it releases. That looks 
It, I, I'm, the, the little that was shown, I was invested. I was pulled in. I'm so excited for that. I get to play as a kitty cat. Yes, please. It was literally like they've said, um, a robot-focused game called Stray set in a world where humans have died off. Cat, cats, however, are still in abundance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just to throw that little tidbit in there. And robots have appeared to replace humanity in their old roles. But what's going to be like the uh, the interaction between the feline and the technical? Buy Stray and you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, Sony. <laughs> I was going to say. Checks in the mail. No, oh. um, uh, Returnal was another one. Uh, Returnal which, looked good. Yeah, which is an arcade fost, focused, fost, focused, focused. Um, uh, uh, sorry, developed by arcade focused house Mark. Um, it's a crash crash landing on an alien planet uh, where the protagonist keeps reliving, reliving the same events. You're over nailing and over. this. You're doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it had like a Groundhog Day kind of situation yeah. where they'd be reliving oh. the same thing over and over and over again. Um, There's another game like that that was also shown in the show, but we'll get to that later. And um, So I was interested in this. I think it's going to be good. Um, and so every time you die, the planet changes. Yes. So it's going to be interesting. It's an interesting It looks concept. to be a mix of like Groundhog Day and like um, like a roguelite type game. Yeah. And I'm very intrigued. So, how, with a kind of like like um like a horror kind of aspect to it. It I I thought to begin with it was a horror game, and I'm not sure yeah. yet if it has got some <laughs> yeah. horror aspects to it. I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be horror in the sense of like, oh, look at these weird creatures. I don't think it's going to be a scary game. 3D dead cells with guns. There you go. Pretty much, yeah. So, uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. Was... I was never a huge fan of Little Big Planet, but I can see the charm in this game. It the way I would describe this, it's like they took Sackboy and threw him into Mario. It was yes. that kind of uh, like galaxy or three D world or all of those. And to ones. give it credit, it does look good. It does look fun. It it did look fun, and it it it, it was very endearing. And, uh, and you know, that's Sackboy for you, he does have that uh, endearing quality. He's he's very cute. Um, so yeah, it'll be three D platforming as opposed to the two D from the first few games. Um, also, it's going to be a bit redundant to say at this point over and over again, but like with its art style, it looks so good. It does look like a really good game graphically wise. Yeah. Graphical wise rather. Graf graphically um, speaking. Graphically, graphically, yeah. Um, um the textures look amazing. Yeah, yeah, it did. And and that's the, as I said, this was this was almost uniform across the uh, across the board. It was it was um showcasing what PS5's capable of um even in this early development for games. Talking of which, uh, just a little quick tangent about that show. The people that were talking in between the games, I still haven't yet decided if there were actual, if that was actual footage of people or if it was like CGI. Wait, what? Like when the people were speaking in between the games, there were a yeah. couple of people that were speaking. It looked like you look computer generated, but I can't quite figure it out. I don't you know if it was just me, but well, you think there was like a subtle Easter egg that they were all CGI'd? <laughs> Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, with some of them, it's like, okay, that you've been recorded. That's great. With some of them, 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. There was a couple of them that looked at it. Yeah, but some... Here's the thing. Some of these video game people, and I, I mean this with no disrespect whatsoever, but some video game people are really good at selling their product, and some video game people come across as robots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I've, and, and you see that, especially when you watch things like, you know, E3 and that. It's like some of them have got a real passion and 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 drive that comes across uh physically yes. and then there's others who can't represent how much they've put into this game and they come across as robotic and you're I, breathtaking I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so <sighs> yeah uh the other ones were we'll quickly zoom through some of these because they're you know um destruction all stars which is basically looks good bumper cars but destructive my version. kind of game um uh Kana Bridge of Spirits was gorgeous. Yeah, that that looks charming. That looks like a game I could spend time in. Um it 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 kind of gives me a um a cross between like a Breath of the Wild kind of field and um um Ori. That kind of yes. feel good. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's it's that it's that environmentally like feeling good beautiful graphics adventure kind of situation it's that kind of vibe for me um so they were real people with no rendering errors if ubi handled it there was at least one inside out <laughs> just the eyes and teeth and nothing else mm, i love oh, that we're looking at you assassin's creed unity anyway um uh, goodbye volcano high that looked like my kind of game it, that looked really good it screams at me like cuphead in art style it's that hand-drawn animated style um that has been quite well loved in the past by people so this will be interesting to see how this comes together it looks like the kind of game that's been passionately created by one person and really thought out like it looks so good i love story-based games and this looks like it's got its own unique charm to it that other games haven't had before yeah and i'm very i'm very excited um so then odd world had a um <gasps> odd world, odd world a soulstorm I almost took off my headphones of excitement after you mentioned that. It looks so good. I loved. Okay, one of my favourite PlayStation games of all time is um, Abe's Odyssey. Very to good. To see game. this game and the way the trailer ended. Yes. I, I'm getting this game. <laughs> I'm getting it. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so it looks so good. Oh, I, I'm, I'm getting it. Uh, I'm going to be able to relive my joys from playing oh Abe's Odyssey and the Oddworld remake. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is being developed by Th Bethesda and Tango Gameworks. Yes, please. Looks like a right mix of action and scary, and I love it. It looks, uh, it looks good. Uh, Jet Far Shore. That looked boring as hell. Sorry, but <laughs> I didn't understand it. There wasn't much that was shown. It's like, oh, look at this place you can fly through. It gave me uh no man's sky vibes in that we sort of just sat there looking at it going i don't understand it could be interesting mm. but it also could be a disappointment yeah i mean i mean even no man's sky managed to come back from such an awful review bombing situation and became a good game i don't no know man's if... sky's got an incredible amount of content now <laughs> yeah i played it uh the start of this year roundabouts and it was so fun but i don't know it just looks like it's missing game like i don't know it's <laughs> i don't know i, I don't game? think i'll is enjoy this, it is this game <laughs> yeah is this gameplay uh, no um, I, I think i'll pass on jet i'll let other people play it it's mob psycho 100 but realistic i'm hyped for, uh, hyped for ghostwire yeah it ghostwire looked good uh ghostwire god looks amazing godfall 
Godfall was a melee combat uh, thing. Uh, it was like um, supernatural sci-fi elements. Oh, I remember. Yeah, to, uh, they, they, it was. You'll be able to unlock godlike armor and defeat powerful foes. It was. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was. A, you it said looks it, good. It was a bit hack and slash, that kind of thing. Mm. It looks good, but it also looks like something that's like something you can complete in an hour. Something that's very grindy, like uh, loot wise. And I don't, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll have to look more into that and see if I see what I think. Um, there is an old game on Xbox 360 called Ascend Hand of Call, if I remember correctly. It's like um, an Xbox arcade game. It was online multiplayer all the time. And it had like these three deities that you could pray to and you could interact with the players depending on which deity they prayed to. Yeah. It kind of gave me vibes of that kind of game, um, which is exciting, but I'm still nervous that it might end up becoming a train wreck of a game. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what happens to that. Looks like Dark Souls, but with clunky armor, and they tried to take the Warhammer Forge. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, it was a weird one. I think you nailed that down to a T, honestly. Um, Solar Ash. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna end up talking a lot about this, so you go first. Well, uh, now this is the one that was like, um, oh God, what's the name of the game? It looked like Hyper Light um, Drifter. Yeah. I've never played that. I don't really know much about that. So I'm not sure. This is why I'm excited. Hyperlight Drifter was a very, very fun game. And looking at Hyperlight Drifter and then looking at Solar Ash, it, they look to be very similar universes. Solar Ash, to me, uh, looked like Hyperlight Drifter, but 3D. Um, and I, I know they're separate games, but it's obvious that it's the same developers and not in a bad way. Yeah, I'm very excited for this because Hyperlight Drifter is in my top, I'd say top 30 games of all time. Oh, okay. And I'm very excited to see what Solar Ash can do. It looks so good. Yeah, I was going to say it's, uh, it, it looked good, but it's, I've never played that sort of game. Um, play Hyperlight Drifter, it's great. It's, it's stressful and it'll make you rage, but it's a very good game. It's a great sales pitch. <laughs> um, I mean, you just got to get good, ain't you? It's fine. Now, I have some really, really strong feelings about how the presentation of this next game was handled, and I'm pretty sure Cinder's on the same page. Hitman 3. Oh, my... Yeah, okay, yeah. No, you go first. <laughs> what was with... Okay. The creepy aesthetic. It Why? was so <laughs> creepy. Thought it was a horror game. I honestly thought it was a horror game until they went and and then they showed enough that we're like, is this it? It was what happened? Just, like... It was it was very creepy and it was like I don't uh... I don't know. I, it just didn't to me. It didn't strike Hitman until they sort of showed Agent. And <laughs> I went, oh, this is Hitman. And then okay. the gameplay of him climbing up into the tower, then into the vents, and then that was it. Yeah, it was uh, like. Uh, I, I'm not a massive fan of the Hitman games anyway. Uh, it's not that I don't like them, it's just they're just kind of not for me. Um, but Hitman 3 just looks like it's trying to be something it really isn't. I don't know if that's going to work for it. I don't know whether... Here's the thing. I don't know whether it was a poor choice on how it was promoted or, or revealed, or it is actually going to or be... Or the game. <laughs> or it's actually going to be that creepy so uh, i don't know it was it was a, it was a weird that scene i don't know it just it, it just creeped me out it was weird and i just don't understand uh, it 
Um, you know, so that was my thought on it. I, it hasn't sold me on it whatsoever. I'm not. I'm. I'm leaving Hitman Three to people that like the series. I am gonna leave that behind. Um, Astro's Playroom. I mean, it's just a PlayStation thing. It, it, that that's gonna be a software on the PlayStation itself, I think. And it's it's gonna be a cute little platformer with cute little creatures based around the PlayStation like designs and icons. It looks cute. It looks very fun. Maybe that, and uh, just to go back on Hitman uh, and and uh, see what Alex has just put there. I, sh- I assume that they wanted some contrast to the first game since they all seem the same. Very true. Um, so whether or not they were trying to change the tone a little bit to make it feel different but familiar, I don't know if they nailed it. I, just... I mean, the thing is with Hitman, like, th- there's a certain style of game that it is. If you stray too far away from it, it shows you're trying too hard. If you can just nail down what the game is at its core, which is a contract assassination, be sneaky, or do it your own way kind of game, to focus on that, then it's going to be a good game. Never forget the sexy rocket launcher on Hitman Absolution. <laughs> I lost interest in Hitman. Oh like, god, it's this is not a DBD. the game it used to be. Uh, so yeah, uh, Little Devil Inside. Um, yes, the art style was so charming. Was... I loved the look of that game. It, uh, they showed off some uh, frozen tundras and cities uh, as some of the uh, settings for it. it. It did look quite good. I was quite impressed. Um, I'm NBA... going to be playing that one for sure. NBA 2K21. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a sports game person. I yeah. Play... I played WWE, um, not this last one, because that's not WWE. That's something that they pulled out of the trash and just stuck in, yeah, the, in a game. Um, and so, overall, it looked amazing. And, and that's the one thing I'll say about most of these sports games. They look very they look realistic. Great. But they're just not my kind of gameplay. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, WWE games, like, I'm a WWE nerd myself. I'm a fan. So, like, the WWE <laughs> games I'd play... But, like, the last few ones have been absolutely atrocious. Um, but this one, if you enjoy going into, like, the ultimate team equivalent of that game and spending a lot of money on players um, for your teams, then go for it. I'm sure you're going to have a great time if you're a basketball fan. But yeah. for me, nah. I, I, I love that description. That's an Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft game in disguise. It's not WWE. Oh, my God. <laughs> WWE, the, the games have been done so dirty, and it makes me sad. Because they've always been... I mean, they've all. Every game can have its glitches and that, but overall, they've been really solid games. I don't know what the hell they did until about two K sixteen. From that point onwards, it just kind of went. Yeah. Um, another game I want to play just because it's so ludicrously stupid is Bug Snacks. Yes. (laughs) And I love the fact I'm reading this description off this uh, this off of Gamespot. They put here a charming game featuring a Steve Irwin-style wildlife expert. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I remember um, sitting there watching the trailer for this and going, "What the hell am I watching?" Like, I was confused. I thought it was a horror game, and then it was a charming game, and then it was a horror game at the end again. I was like, "What is this?" One thing, one thing that does annoy me though is yeah. like a lot of these commercial social media companies, uh, the companies on social media. Sorry, that like. Uh, everyone's been saying the same thing. Anyone else got the bug snacks theme stuck in their head? <laughs> Look at us, we're relatable. But like, bug snacks is like that one game that's going to be memed hard. Everyone's going to enjoy it, but no one's going to admit that they enjoy it. Um, and it's going to be memed by companies on social media for like three years from now. Absolutely. 
it, it's 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 smart marketing, and it's a game that's going to sell because it's just oh, for sure. it's just stupid. Hold but in the right best now, way. I'm getting it. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, getting it. <laughs> I, I think it, for for people who are streamers, I think that game is going to be amazing content creation. I mean, I totally creation. I'm gonna have a great time. Just, I'm gonna have just... snacks posters across my wall. <laughs> I'm gonna have a plush version of the mascot himself, just sat on my bedside table. It's gonna be. I'm gonna cuddle up with him at the night time. It's gonna be great. <laughs> if you're into the, if you if you like, com- if you want to do like comedic stuff, I can see that being a, a, a great game for that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, it, looks it would be amazing. Not that they showcase showed any of this, and this is just me wishing. There, it would be amazing if there was some sort of co-op to that game. Oh my god! If there is co-op, beast, co-op, we're doing it. I was gonna say co-op <laughs> bug snacks would be amazing. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> okay. Uh, these are all PS5 exclusive for the most part um, that I've read off. A lot of them were. There is the occasional one that isn't, but most of them mm. were PS5 exclusive, yes. as far as I'm aware. Um, uh, Demon Souls is getting a I remake. Mean, yeah, I- I'm excited. I've never played the original, um, but I know a lot of people that have that are very excited for this. Um, some people thought it was a new game. It's actually a remake slash remaster of an old old game yeah. from back in the day before Dark Souls became a thing. Same developers, um, but it's kind of like the precursor to Dark Souls and it looks difficult. It looks amazing. I can't wait to play it and smash my controller into pieces. It'll be great. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, that game does look cool. Toma seems excited about uh, Demon yeah. Souls. Just a little. It, just, it, just, <laughs> just a little. If it wasn't shown by the character lights, woo! Yeah, exactly. But, um, ah, Deathloop. That's the other one. Please, yes, thank you. I love the look of this game. Talking about Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. This looks... Okay, I haven't quite figured out because there's two assassins in this game, the one you play as and the one that's trying to assassinate you. Now, I want to see if there's some multiplayer versus mode based on that. If there is, it's gone from a 10 out out of 10 to a 15 out of 10 for me. But I'm still getting the game regardless. It looks amazing. The style looks great. Um, It it looks like it's got humour. It's not afraid to swear. It was great. It was good. I, I, it, it looked it looked interesting. I, I'm I'm tempted. Um, I, I, a few of these games I want to see more gameplay of. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it was a good uh, a good concept. I like I like the idea of it. I, I'm sold completely. I'm getting that game on release. Fact. Um, the next one, which I am super excited about, and um, and and that is Resident Evil Village. Um. Hey, when this was shown, I could tell it was a Resident Evil game straight away. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked Resident Evil Seven. Um, I don't, uh, I liked it. I didn't love it. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the games. I don't think I'm going to be getting this one. Um, I again, it's one of those where I don't know why I don't love it because it is a great game, great series, but survival horror. It needs to be like hit a certain way for me to like really love it and resident evil isn't that for me no i don't know why um for me it is i've played resident evil 7 a lot and resident evil 7 for me was amazing i've actually i've played it through Mm -hmm. several times and i am interested to see where they take resident evil 8 because it is linked to 7 um yes and so I'll be curious to see what direction it takes. It was really, really creepy. Um, 
uh yeah it was it was it was incredibly creepy and 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 that's basically what you want from a resident evil game um is that and that level of action alien isolation did everything resident evil did but better um i disagree uh Alien isolation again was a good game and yes you talk to your opinions this isn't me saying oh you're wrong but like Alien isolation was a good game but again i i i just didn't enjoy it in the end there was just something about it, it was like and again, don't know. I can't really explain it, but it was just something about it just fell off. Yeah, it's it's um, resident. Yeah, re yeah. It it. I I for me, I've played both, mm -hmm. and I've played both more than once. Um, yes. and Resident Evil, uh, Seven. Um, to me, they're two very different games. Like, even though they've got the same elements, I find that Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, and mm -hmm. that game has the uh, ability to... Just when you think you're in a safe area, you're not. Um, it is a little long, yeah. I personally think. And I, I, I think that's uh, silent saying, you know, it's repetitive. I think if they took a, a big section out the middle and shortened it a bit, it would be a much more tighter game. Mm -hmm. To me, Resident Evil 7 was the right length. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. But Resident Evil 7 went from being sort of mysterious at the start to becoming more traditional Resident Evil at the end where you're mm -hmm. just blasting your way through the moulded characters and, and whatever else. Whereas at the start, it's like, you can't do that because you just don't have the weaponry. These guys are going to kill you within one to two hits if that. Um, For the first two-thirds of Resident Evil 7... It was like, oh, what's going to happen? I'm terrified. Someone might pop out of me and scare the living like when Jesus Jack, out of me. Like when Jack bursts through the kitchen wall. Oh, my God. Yeah, that yeah, that made me jump out of my skin. But the last third, like, it's scary, but because the monsters themselves are scary, not because it's a scary atmosphere. Yeah. It's a different type of horror in the, third, in the last third, in my opinion. Um, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a scary game. It's a good game, but I don't know. Survival horror is a weird genre for me. Yeah. Um, so then, I don't remember this game, Pragmata. Pragmata was... A post-apocalyptic post post game set in a world where cats are now holograms. Yes, I do remember seeing this. Uh, I can't remember much of the trailer, but it was interesting. I can't really comment much because of the fact that I can't remember much of it, but I'll have to look back at it. Uh, I remember the cats, like, seeing the cats glitching out. Yeah. And that seemed interesting to me. I don't really know what the game's about or remember, but <laughs> a pop pop to lip <laughs> Uh But yeah. Um, it, it, it looks all right. As we said before, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, so that looks like a good game. It's It looks good. It's obviously something that's wanted. People loved Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I, I, I like the look of it. I, didn't, I haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn. That's been horrible for people. Um, but. Yeah, it, it's it's very much the 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 same uh, concept. It's expanding upon that story. Um, so you know, it it's it looks good. Um, so I'm sure that's going to be well received by people. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn was one of the games like game of the year that year, um, mm -hmm. contenders um, and won some awards. So I'm sure it will be uh, well received. Um, so that's all of the games that were announced.
And then obviously the other thing we didn't really cover, I know Silent mentioned it briefly in the um in the chat, is that there's two PS5 consoles. There's one that will yes. have a, a a disc tray, and there's one that is digital only. Um, one would think the digital only one should be cheaper. <laughs> one would hope. Um, um but see, it, I think it's going to be the other way around. It, but it also depends on the storage capacity situation. Oh, true, yeah. If it is bigger storage because it's being digital download, it possibly could cost more. And it's going to be bigger games, so you kind of need a bigger storage. Um, so it'll That's be... what the size of the console is. It's just a huge-ass hard drive in the middle of it. Probably. <laughs> GameSpot forgot to put Gran Turismo on their list. We said Gran Turismo. Yeah, we said it. Uh, yeah, um, Gran Turismo but, 7. Yeah, after, yeah. Spec- after Spider-Man. But, um, yeah, the consoles... Okay, I can see... I'm excited. I, for the most part, enjoy having digital games rather than uh, physical games. However, the satisfaction of putting a disc into a console will never fade because it's, it's a part of knowing that you own that copy of that game rather than just a digital version that everyone owns. Yeah, like, I, I can get the feel for it, and I I think I'd rather get the disc uh disc drive version, but it's definitely showing that uh for the future of gaming is digital, and it's it's reaching that point now, which is very cool in my opinion. Yeah, it is getting to that point. Yeah, or licking a switch cartridge. Oh my god, never done that. I'm not going to. No, I know someone who did, and it was god. bad. It was really bad. It was like apparently, apparently tasted like earwax. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I find out right now. I'm not going to. Oh no, don't. <laughs> um. So yeah, they did talk about the cat. Oh yeah, Alex. We spoke about Stray. Yeah. Will Monster Hunter get? Oh uh, yeah. Ooh. ooh. Will Monster um, Hunter? I don't. I doubt it. I don't think there'll be a port. If you're going to get something, it will be a new game. Yeah. I can't tell it will be until like a couple of years from now, I think. I don't think they'll port it. But in saying that, there's a lot of games that I don't think they'd port to the Switch and they did, so anything True. is possible. Um, when you're talking about we're getting like Borderlands, we got Borderlands and, and um, Bioshock on Switch, anything's possible. Um, so, yeah. So that was the Sony. Massive news. Overall, uh, PS5 thoughts. I'll I'll, I'll get it. Um, yeah. The price point will be my biggest sale point into whether it will be at launch or it will be a little bit down the track. Definitely getting that instead of an Xbox Series X. That's for sure. But the Xbox Series X, Series X. Okay, the Xbox <laughs> Series X looks like a boombox speaker, Bluetooth speaker thing. For those that have watched Star Trek before, I want a console in my room, not a Borg cube. Thank you very much. I, I that It looks ugly as sin. It looks Borg terrible. Cube. It's just like, I, I find it strange that like you got the Xbox who went that path of just safe box design, and then you've gone the other end of the scale with PlayStation who've gone, oh, let's get weird. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like two ends of the spectrum. And there's the switch. Oh. There's the switch floating in the middle, going. Well, we're just kind of functional, but we're also a little weird. Our controllers detach. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, it's. Does anyone else? Xbox made a great preview. But yeah, I was going to say. 
Xbox One X is literally Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh wow! So I didn't even realize that. The controllers are way too big for my Hobbit hands. What, oh, Xbox. 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 I have one right here. Like it's it, it's a good controller. They um, are they are a chunky controller. Yes, but it's very nice. But like I say, the Pro controller is the best one for me, in my opinion. Yeah. And the PS5 controller, I doubt it'll take out its place because I'm not too sure of the look of it, but we'll see. <laughs> I feel like I could open the Xbox Series X and put drinks in it. <laughs> and it's a cooler. If, if someone does that, if, or you see someone does that, please send me a picture because that would look hilarious. The Xbox One controllers have the durability of a dried cracker in a windstorm. You know what? Okay. I will give it credit. I've had this controller for a long time and it has not broken on me. I've I know, had this since September of 2018 and it's still going. I know people who have had issues with theirs and I've, I know people who haven't. So it's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, I see that. Um. So, yeah. All right, before we get on to the, probably the final bit of the podcast, which will be all the uh, news to do with uh, the Pokemon Presents that was uh, put <gasps> yes. out... Um, I am going to quickly talk about our uh, team sponsor, our oh. team, uh, team partner, Juju Energy. Um, dim, I dim, actually... Dim, dim. <laughs> Here's one now. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, um, so Juju, Juju Energy uh, is a, a, a game supplement company. Um, right, let me just open up the uh, information I opened before. Sussle, sussle, sussle. <laughs> I've lost the page. <laughs> oh, man. Have you heard of Rain Shadow? No, 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 no. That's not going there. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, oh my God. Was... The day the podcast gets sponsored by Rain Shadow Legends. I'm going to cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, contact Rain Shadow Legends. No, 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 oh no, 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 no. Uh, so, basically, um, yeah. So, Juju is a, uh, it's an energy drink. It's uh, natural, uh, contains natural caffeine, and they're sugar-free. Um they uh, include uh, uh, vitamins, uh, B, C, and D, uh, minerals, antioxidants, um, and uh, there's also um, a thing called Lu- uh, Lutamax 2020, which helps uh, for people like us um, who are constantly staring at uh, computer screens. Um, it helps with eye strain, um, which genuinely I'm actually noticing a difference. I have been having the Juju Energy stuff for about six weeks now, and I actually really enjoy it. And I, I work as a chef in my daytime job, daytime job, and it helps with that as well. Um, it's So from my personal experience, it's been a great addition to my regular routine. Um, comes in an amazing range of uh, flavors. Um, uh, I've currently got uh, blue raspberry is probably my favorite that I've tried so far. Um, and that's really, really nice. Um, so basically... Uh, what our uh, partnership with Juju is, if you want to buy from them, uh, you can go to their website um, and you can use uh, the code AGFAM and you get 10% discount um, off of your order. And then uh, AG actually gets um, a, a, a financial... Uh, well, it's re- not re- even nowadays. A financial well. reward for that, basically, um, which helps go back into the stuff that we can do as a, uh, as a team and a community, um, you know, giveaways and and all that kind of stuff. So the money that's made from these types of sponsors will go straight back into the team for content for you guys. Basically, yeah, and that and that's so that's what we've sort of got out of this. Um, they are they've been really hands on. They've been really awesome to deal with. Um, they're very good um, uh, company to deal with. Um, even from like a 
purchasing perspective. Um, they've been really awesome. Um, they sell the shakers as well, uh, so you can buy them as well. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can go to jujuenergy.com. Um, and uh, if you want to buy something, use code AGFAM uh, for 10% discount. And obviously it helps us out as a, as a stream team in the community. So yeah, check out Juju. Very awesome. Um, Thank you very much, Juju. So yeah. Okay, let's move on to the last bit of the podcast. Um, as I said, there's been so much going on in, in, in the gaming world this week. Um, we probably won't even cover half of what's been going on, but we'll cover what, you know, we can. Um, the b- other big thing was the Pokemon Presents. <laughs> um, yeah, when I start talking, you might have to roll me in at parts because I will just keep talking about this till the cows come home. There but... are some There are some good things, and there's some really weird shit. Well, yeah! <laughs> Should we get one of the weird things out of the way first? Well, I was I, once again. I thought we'll go through. Go through. Uh, oh, if you have a list, even better. What they spoke about, um, and <sighs> and and in order, it opened with as Alex has just said in the chat, Pokemon Smile. Okay, no. Let me just preface this by saying, Mean Bees and us, we're not the target audience. That's that's an obvious fact. It's still hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, okay, so in my personal experience, I have um, younger family members. Um, there's one thing of specifically. Um, she's very young, and um, I have, with a little bit of a coercion from me, uh, she enjoys Pokemon. Um, I can see this kind of uh, app being helpful for her and for her parents um, yeah. to kind of like, get that going, get that, pro, um, what's what I'm looking for? Like that routine going? Yeah. And kind of like motivate her <laughs> to, to do that. I can see, but from that kind of standpoint of being this family member to her, I can understand it. It's still hilarious. <laughs> it's still so weird. But it's like, I'm not disputing, because Poke- or, or Pokemon and Nintendo have talked about making quality, quality of life products. And so we've been expecting some things. You know, they've talked about Pokemon Sleep or announced it and and, and few other things, right? But this was a weird choice to open your presentation with. Yeah. It was just such um, a weird, like, I was, like, everyone's prepped up, excited, and then this weird app with Pokemon running around in a mouth and Plark and, like, oh, God, catch the Pokemon to protect them from these germs. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what's going on? Why is this a I thing? Will have, I will have so much respect for Joe Merrick of Cerebi if he does coverage on this game. <laughs> <laughs> I will have so much respect for him. It'll be hilarious to look up on Cerebi like, oh, what Pokemon can you get in Pokemon Smile? Let's find out. That'll be hilarious. It's just... Let's see how it goes. I can tell you this much. I'm not getting Pokemon Smile. I have no interest in it whatsoever. (laughs) Um, But it was a really weird start to the presentation. I'm like, all right, sure. Um, the other one, was, I'll save the big one till last, um, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, the Pokemon Cafe Mix game? Hey, let me let me just say this. I already have it preloaded on my Switch. It, it looks amazing. It, it looks so cute. And it, yes. it, it's a very adorable little game. Um, a I, unique puzzle game as well from the gameplay. Yeah, like it's, it's a puzzle slash... Um, how would I explain it? It's kind Match of... Them. Yeah, and then you're like you're upgrading a like and you're building a cafe, and so it's like it's it's a whole heap of weird elements put together. Um, so I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, but overall, I I'm I'm gonna check it out. Um, because it's one of those games that they th- sort of threw out of left field. 
Um, and same thing happened with me with uh, Pokemon Quest when that came out a few years ago. Yeah, I remember that. I played, I played, when I first started streaming two years ago, that was one of the first games I played on stream. And believe it or not, that was super popular. That actually got me affiliated, more or less. Wow. <laughs> so I have a very, uh, I have a very uh, soft spot for that particular um, game. And, and it was one of those weird, strange, like, out-of-the-box ideas, and it was great. I loved it. Um, and that was designed for a mobile game, but they put it on Switch. So, um, so this is another one of those things. I think this is coming to mobile and Switch. Yes, iOS, Android, and Switch. Um, I assume it's going to be like a touchscreen Switch game. I don't think you'll be able to do it with a controller, but we'll see. Um, um, so I think that will be an interesting little game. Um, hmm. Pokemon Go is getting Mega Revolutions this year. That I, I said it when I was uh, reacting to it. That might get me back into Pokemon Go. Um, I played it here and there this year and the end of last year, but never really got truly back into it. it that might get me back into the game. Um... Victini is coming later this year, and yes. Valerian Farfetch'd uh, have already begun uh, begun appearing in the game now. Um, also, what else? I think I don't know. That's pretty much basically it, except yeah. for the big one. The big one, which okay, since when the Switch first got announced and and was in the lead up to going out, I'm like, you know what game would be really good if they did a remake or a port or something of it was Pokemon Snap. I <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever would have dreamed that we would be getting a sequel. Yes. Um. Okay. I'm very excited for this. It looks amazing. The fact that they've included Gen 8 Pokemon in this as well shows oh, I've been in development for a very long time. It's, it, they've been and the the graphics in this game. Holy <sighs> crap. I don't know. I don't know who's. I don't know if it's a Nintendo making it or so they've got assistants making this game. But holy, oh I, did, my I, God. Did, I didn't catch who was making it, but it looks amazing. Like it, it it's one of those games that you know. I, I had a few people say to me, oh, "I don't know if I'd enjoy it." Um, what's the point? You know, it's not catching Pokemon. It's just taking photos and that. And it, as someone who played the original sixty four version, um, in the day back in the day, because I'm old as hell. Um, and it, it it was, it's, until you play it, it's hard to understand. It's so, yeah. it's so much fun, um, because it wasn't just going along going click and click. It was about, all right, I want to get a nice photo. I want them to do something. i got to, you know, work out a puzzle. I've got to, you know, there was lots of little aspects to it that made it. Wait, quite... wait, until, wait until the Pokemon does the best, uh, movement or motion so you can get the best looking picture possible. And, and get a good score for it. Exactly. Yeah. So now, now that was on the, the, I'll say limited Nintendo 64. We're talking about the Switch here, so this could be an interesting game. The the um the concept. I mean, all right. What if they go down the the route of Mega Revolution or um, Gigantamaxing or? I've just had a thought. What if they incorporate the gyroscopic controls of the Switch, so you could pick the Switch up and move around and look around that way? I'm expecting they may look at something like that. Yeah, that would be very cool. Um, so you know, there's that sort of mentality uh, with it i'm i'm super excited i i literally i actually yes. I, I squealed and i'm not even gonna yeah i literally was sitting in my chair squealing <sighs> because it's something I've, i i didn't think we were going to get but we were hoping one day we would exactly and 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 the reception to that was what saved that um pokemon presents because everything yeah. else was sort of like oh yeah cool this was like holy crap 
Because if they'd announced anything else, I don't know if it would have got the same reception unless it was like the Gen 4 remix. Talking of which, okay, okay, right. There's just a slight tangent. At the end of the Pokemon Present stream, they said they've got another Present stream coming next week, the same same day of the week, um, with a new, quote, new big project they're working on. I'm not giving out hope just yet. I'm one of these people that really, really want one, uh, like a Gen 4 remake, because I think it will look amazing on Switch. And for this one that's just been, um, I had like the thought of, okay, it'll be nice to see information. I really doubt it will, that I'm not going to get my hopes up. But when that was said, yes, they didn't say what it was, but all of a sudden my hope has just shot through the roof and I'm, I'm, I don't know whether to expect it or not, but I'm very excited that it might possibly very well could be. All we uh, know at this point is that it's a new project. And that's Generation 4 is my favourite generation Pokemon game. If there is a remake announced for it next week, um, I, I don't know what I'll be doing. I don't know how I'll react, but it'll be very... Uh, in a very excited manner. <laughs> oh, I, I Here's the thing. I have two mindsets. There's two rumours going around at the moment. One is that it's going to be Gen 4 remake announcement. Mm-hmm. The other one, which I'm not opposed to either. I'm not a uh, uh, Gen 4 would be amazing because I haven't actually really played an awful lot of Gen 4. <sighs> it was when I. It was basically when I went on a lull in video games when that first yeah. came out. Um, so that would be cool for me. The other one that they're talking about that's been rumored and there has been some mocked up screenshots and things and it all looks kind of legit is let's go Johto. No, no. And I I've I would not be surprised if that was what they end up announcing. This is the first I've heard about this. That oh, it, is it, it really? Like a let's go game. Well, no, I I I've spoken to people that would be like, oh, it'd be Gen Two remakes, lol. But this is the first I've heard right now about it possibly being a Let's Go Johto. There has I been. I don't want that to be a thing. And there has been speculation for a number of reasons because Nintendo is also known for in a lot of these directs and 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 um uh whatever of, of putting like subtle hints to things coming up in the background and that and people mm-hmm. pointing out that all the pokemon that were on the shelf behind him at the end were johto and kanto oh no or the bulk of them were johto and kanto I was please like, so please don't let it be let's go johto let's go kanto was okay but it, it was just boring at the end what I liked about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee is that I liked seeing Kanto in the 3D upgraded, amazing style, that kind of thing. But oh, I, feel, sure. I feel that the gameplay took away from the core Pokemon series. And my, I, my, my guess was that that was because it was at a time when Let's, uh, when Pokemon Go was at its peak not saying that it, yeah but it was at an absolute peak so it was like trying to cater to the more casual audience that had started playing pokemon go and had bought a switch so i, I as a one-off thing it was like cool this is interesting to start with you know if they're at the hardcore pokemon gamers they're gonna lose interest eventually and mm. you know it was all right cool we got sword and shield and that has now filled the void and we're fine yeah. my concern is that if they go down the johto route I'll pro- I'll buy it. I'll probably play it, but it won't have the playability that Sword and Shield have had. Even like them going, oh, we're adding in Isle of Armor, and now we're adding in um uh, the other one. Shit, what's it Crown called? Tundra? Crown Tundra. And then it's like, all right, cool. 
So would I be surprised if they said, we're bringing out Let's Go Johto? Not at all. Would it be disappointing for the core audience? More than likely. And it was partly because Nintendo said when they first brought out Johto, uh, Kanto, or sorry, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, that it was going to be like a once-off title. But those games sold well. And it was because it wasn't so... Uh, Pokemon isn't just a kid's game anymore. It's a it's a broad generational game. And yeah. that Let's Go game catered to a younger audience who cannot necessarily grasp... And I'm not dis- I'm not trying to make them sound like idiots because they're not. But it's it. There's a lot more involved in the the so, uh, the base games. Like no, you're trying to say yeah. Sword and Shield and 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 strategy and whatever else than the Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu games where it's like if they really don't want to battle, it wasn't hard. It wasn't a difficult game, and you were like, oh, I'm gonna catch Pokemon to start hurling, sh- you know, pokeballs at it. So the primary focus of the Let's Go games was the catching mechanic. Yes. And because a lot of people have been brought into the Pokemon universe through Pokemon Go and its accessibility through the fact that it's on mobiles, that kind of like stepping stone into the main Pokemon game, more quote, main Pokemon games through Let's Go was an amazing idea. Yes. Because um, it was that stepping stone that people were like, oh, I'm interested in the battling part of things a little bit more. Let's Go is focused on the catching, something I've gotten used to through Pokemon Go, but Let's Go kind of like starts bridging that gap. I've played Let's Go. Let's start playing other Pokemon games. Oh, Sword and Shield's coming out. I'm going to get that. Yeah. And then I, I, I get it, but I don't think um, now is the time for another Let's Go game. No. I just think it's it, if, it, if it is, it's very misplaced timing-wise. Well, see, the other thing is with Let's Go Johto is that if people are going down the path of it being like a golden, silver, crystal remake in the Let's Go style then Kanto was already in those games. Um, and that's what worries yeah. me. If they take Kanto out and just have Johto, is there enough Johto... I was going to say, is there enough Johto content to be able to do that? Like I said, Tell this is all thing, Mount Silver would be interesting with the Battle with Red. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's 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 a it's an interesting one, and like I said, I it's only just sort of come out since the uh, the presents the Pokemon presents, and I hadn't really considered it. The covers that I seen mocked up, and it was really hard to distinguish whether they were mocked up or they were leaked. It was hard to say. Um, mm. Was let's go Pichu, and let's go Meryl. I understand the logic behind it because Pichu and Meryl came out before Gen Two did in the movies and they were almost like mascots because people loved Pichu and people liked Meryl because of um, Tracy having it in the Orange Islands series before Johto started. So here's my thinking. Um, If they were to do that, wouldn't it make a bit more sense to do Pichu and Togepi? Because they're both baby Pokemon and Togepi was also a huge Pokemon. It It was a Misty's Pokemon in the anime. My thought process with that is Togepi is probably more limited than Marum from a battling perspective for novice players. Oh, yeah, true. Good point. Yeah, but Pichu can't attack at level 5 either. Yeah, but they might. that's easier to alter. They'll just go, oh, we'll give it Thundershock or Spark or something just to make it so it's easier mm. for players. Whereas um, Togepi doesn't really have a move set until level, yeah. you know... Um, <laughs> so basically that would be the only reason I would think they wouldn't go with Togepi maybe I, I don't know I just don't think 
as much as I love Togepi, I think Togepi is amazing, but like, I, I, not from a battling perspective, but as a Pokemon, it's adorable. Yeah, I just, I just don't think it's a good game to release at this time. I don't think it would benefit well from being released. No. But this is Nintendo, or this is Game Freak. They could make a weird decision, and yeah. the Let's Go games were very um, left field at the time because they were different. They weren't, and they made it abundantly clear at the time these aren't mainstream Pokemon games. Yeah. They are developing a mainstream Pokemon game, which later obviously was Sword and Shield, but this was like. Yeah, so it's an interesting one, and I just I seen it, and I thought I'm going to bring it up. I didn't realize that you didn't know about it, so that's made this no, a, I, I an even no more idea. interesting conversation. But it I was know it. Like, one. I mean, this is also coming from me, someone who is still hoping for the the other idea of it being a Gen Four remake that's shown. But and but even if you even if you statement. even if you took that out of the equation, yeah, I, it's still not it's still not going to be like yes, let's go Johto. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I love Johto. And I love Kanto, but I don't want a Let's Go Johto game necessarily. I, I, I'll play it because it's Pokemon. I'll probably give it a go. And, and you know, we're all like that. We still whinge about this and then go, oh, it's Pokemon. We'll give it a go. But I, it's just not what... It, they've, they've, they've got a massive opportunity with Sword and Shield being so popular to bring back a remake of, say, Gen 4, where because that's, you know, battling mechanics and everything else. Because yeah. people are onto Sword and Shield. This opportunity is here to take, and it will be a massive misstep if they don't go down that route and they go down Johto. It will sell, and that's the thing. They're looking at money as opposed to longevity. It would definitely sell, but a Gen 4 remake would sell harder. I don't think Let's Go Johto will sell anywhere near as many copies, if it is a thing, as what Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee did. Yeah, definitely wouldn't. And also, if they're going to go down that path, why would they pick Pichu if they use Pikachu in the first one? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I so, mean, to specify that Gen 2 had baby Pokemon added? I well, guess. Well, if that uh, was oh, a... oh! Elekid and Magby. That would be a, that would be so bizarre. People are going to look at that and go, oh, Elekid is the mascot for this game. As much as I like Elekid, it's like, yes. Oh, Magby! But like, but like Gen 2's gimmick was like, oh, there's Pokemon eggs now, and you can get baby Pokemon now. <laughs> Igglybuff and Cleffer. <laughs> Yo, I want to go through a Gen two game with Igglybuff, and that's it. I'll I'll take I'll take ten of these, please. I'll have ten Igglybuff games. Oh, that's a side question: Clefable or Wigglytuff? Ooh, I have my preference. Clefable. Oh, you disappoint me. <laughs> it's weird because I like Jigglypuff more than Clefairy, but I like Clefable more than Wigglytuff. And I, I, Wigglytuff I, is my boy. Wigglytuff hits. I, I love Wigglytuff. Don't get me wrong, but Clefable is yeah. Clefable is a good it, one. It is a hard decision. It's like it, yeah, it, it's really hard to like define why you'd want one over the anyway. That was just a side tangent thing. I just thought of a funny question, but so, Wigglytuff is my boy, man. Yeah. So no, let's go game for Generation Two, please. I no. Put it this way, the next podcast should be after the next announcement mm. if we've yes. worked out the timing, so it'll be interesting to see. If we start the podcast with us frowning, you know that we've got Let's Go Johto. If I haven't shown up, then Let's Go Johto is revealed. <laughs> Tomer, it might be just you and me because Cinder's <laughs> gone on strike. Oh, legit. oh my god, I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to be leading the charge. I'm going to be leading the revolution if that game gets revealed. It's just, uh, it's such a, yeah, 
I'll I'll uh, I'll post the screenshot that I found. Um, I'll put it in the Discord so that everyone can see what I was talking about. Oh, which Discord beast? Oh, well, that would be the AG Discord, Cinder. <laughs> Smooth. I'm segue. sorry, that was cringe. That was cringe. <laughs> um, oh my god. Anyway, there it is. There, magically hey! appearing from the AG account that I'm not controlling. Um. <laughs> So if you want to join the Discord, feel free to join the Discord, of course. Um, I think most of you are there anyway, but um, we, we would love to have you there. Um, and it's not just about the stream team, it's a community. And that's the yeah, other side of this. It's a family. The stream team is an extra part of that, but it's it's one big family. Um, and, you know, there's no level of what I would call elitism, if that makes sense. If we're on If you're on the stream team, none of us go, we're better than you. We're not. You know, we're gamers. We're—I mean, I'm better than Cinder, but that's a whole different discussion. Uh, uh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> Hang on, okay. really, men, really, men. No, um, okay. But, uh, but and that—that's the point. Is that whilst you know I'm the leader and so and so is doing this and so and so is doing that, it's all about one big happy family atmosphere, and that's what we're trying to achieve, and we we feel that we do. Um, so. That's probably a good point to start the wrap up on. Um, yeah. So if you want to keep up with what's happening, um, you can follow the AG Twitter account, which is there um, in the A chat. very attractive purple button that says follow with an empty heart. Click that, you'll be following. Oh, yes. And if you want to keep an eye on this uh, this uh, channel, obviously, um, the podcast will be broadcast here live uh, once a week. It will change week to week depending on the on the guest. If you miss parts of this, um, for, and for those of you who are listening, watching watching on YouTube or listening on the platforms that I'm going to work out, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm in the process of, um, it will be available in both a video format on our YouTube channel and it will be available in an audio format on um, some platforms, which we have already started investigating and hope this episode will be up there already. Um, so that if you miss it, you can listen to it or watch it at your own uh, leisure. Um, which is important to us because we understand that not everyone, time zones, work, etc., can be here for the podcast. I have, uh, we we have enjoyed, or uh, the idea of having a live audience. I think it's good to have that um, interaction um, mm. because it gives us a chance to talk to you guys. Um, you know, if you've got questions or you've got comments or whatever, you can chuck them in the chat and we can see what's happening. Um, Involved in the conversation. Greetings from your future to your future selves. No. <laughs> uh, Hi, Cinder. This is weird, isn't it? <laughs> no. Well, if this Cinder was greeting the Cinder in the future, the Cinder in the future is crying in a corner somewhere. <laughs> so, um, okay, let me cover both bases. Wow, is does Dirt Four look amazing? Or I'm sorry, I know. Trust me. There we go. All forward. I, I... God. Uh, so yeah. Um, so that's 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 always the chance. The other thing, if you want to keep up with news, is to check out the AG website and uh, read the uh, this week in AG blog. Um, it goes up usually once a week, um, unless it's a quiet week or I have run out of time because I have a life that I have to attend to occasionally. Um, Who has a life nowadays? Gosh. So feel free to check that out. Um, if you want to check out our individual stream channels, um, here is those um there is cinder no that says andy Ari. well i fucked that up oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I will type mine in manually it um, is all good hang on i've got that there's a shout out command too there you go oh there we go last scene playing sword and shield <laughs> oof oof 
See, oh, I, told, I, told, I told you I'm trying to erase him. It's working. Um, and if, oh. you, if you want to follow my chat, I bet you I got mine right. Hopefully. <laughs> if I haven't got mine right, I'll also say Andy Harry. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> What's going on? Maybe it's a glitch. Oh, <laughs> man. Go follow Andy Ari. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe uh, Anne's been hacking. No. <laughs> oh my god, imagine. Hang on, shout out Dragon Bees. I was last playing it. Uh, yeah, that's not a game I play a lot of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went to a also, wedding. Also, shout out to Riley for making all this look amazing in the first place. Yes. Uh, Riley does all of our artwork for our overlays and that stuff uh our emotes um are done by andy Ari and our logo and that kind of graphical stuff is actually done by toma we've got some very talented um artistically uh, uh talented people talented artistically talented people if you're watching this on youtube hopefully all links will be in the description yeah i'm saying that because it's not my job and i'm throwing someone under the bus for saying that so that would be <laughs> me <laughs> that would be me have fun bees. But Thanks. yeah, links will be below in the description. Make sure you check everyone out. Um yeah. So uh yeah, so next week we will be back, hopefully with timer. Um and actually time zones working and stuff. Um so yeah, I've been in uh, time Dragon Bees. I've been Cinnershoth, mate. Have you? you you've been Cinnershoth, you were something else before. Uh, yeah, I am I'm now I'm now Andiari, apparently. <laughs> we're Andiari. <laughs> You've been watching the AuraCast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you in a bit, guys. Bye. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>